Cartoons, the animated frontier. These are the voyages of the Cellcast podcast. It's continuing mission to explore strange new cartoons, to seek out new animation styles and new creative storytelling methods, to boldly go where so few ever go again. To another episode of The Cellcast. Joining me today is a man who just got back from a quick trip to Tokyo, Jacob. Why, thank you. It wasn't the most pleasant trip, let's say that, mm-hmm. but it was entertaining. Why, thank That's you. That's what you want to call sleeping in a tub. Yeah, true. You know, I've done that before. It's not actually fun. I didn't figure it was. <laughs> I tried sleeping in a tub, let's say that. It was, it was not comfortable at all, so I completely get our character's Waking up early that morning in the mm-hmm. state he was. Either mm-hmm. way, either more way. More on that later. More on that later. <laughs> uh, why, thank you. like to introduce our co-host. A man who had a bad breakup with his friend over a girl. <laughs> Welcome, Drew. Considering I don't even have a girl, that would be a first. <laughs> How are you doing, Jacob? Oh, it, it has been a very long week and it's only Tuesday. But it's because it's Thanksgiving. I, I, oh, yes, I completely agree. I, I work, I mean, like, obviously, for most people who don't know know me or don't know me, uh, I work in the customer service uh, industry with groceries. And so with Thanksgiving, right around the corner, mm-hmm. we are packed to the gills, and we have so much help. It's something funny, mm-hmm. where last week, the week before, we had no help, and we were swamped. The entire right. time. So when you like the conversation I had with a fellow coworker, it was more. It's like, yeah. What? Where were these people when we needed them last week? It's like yeah, yeah. You kind of agree with me. It's just it's been a long week, and plus mm-hmm. this is a very to me. I want to bring this up because I think most people don't understand it. If you're married or you're not single, you won't get it. So. For most, of, for the majority of people, mm-hmm. for the majority of people, they wake up either they're married to you know they're married or you know what have you. They have a partner, I believe, is the they, they have term. a partner. They have a partner in life, so they wake up, they roll over, and there's their their there's their partner or their their brushing their bride. Gr- other. It's something like that. Yeah, some. And so this morning, I w- I woke up. Feeling great, and how I normally sleep, I'm sleeping my left my left side, and I'm holding a third pillow because this is how I sleep. Don't ask me why. I, I always I always cuddle a pillow. I'm not ashamed to say because I, I do that. <laughs> Who's brought on the body pillow? It's not a body pillow, believe me. It's not a body. Sure, it's not. <laughs> I could show you the pillow. No, thank you. <laughs> Either way, either way. I just, I always like to be honest and transparent about things. So this morning I wake up and I'm like, man, being single sucks. <laughs> Cause it's just me. Like, we all get in that blues or funk about singleness from time to time. From the time we, all, we always do. Admittedly it's worse around Valentine's day, but yeah, sometimes right now I've been too busy to think straight. So, right. Exactly. And so, plus, you know, 
I'm between turkey binges, so <laughs> turkey binges, okay. Um, and so yeah, I was kind of in a funk today. Um, and so for our single our single listeners out there, you be like you probably understand this. Mm-hmm. Our married listeners would be like, okay, I don't quite get that. Be like, you get you got enough funk over not being single, it's, it's, not not being in a relationship, not, not being. Here's the thing: it's not loneliness. Yeah, I think we can both agree on that. It's quasi loneliness, but it is that feeling. It's like, and there's the start of another day by myself. Exactly. That's interesting. Yeah, not it's, really, not really. <laughs> but yeah, it's the uh, it's it's quasi it's quasi loneliness, quasi. It's like another day, and you feel like Eeyore. <laughs> For most of the day, and I, I was I was very grateful for a uh, mutual friend of ours, uh, Chase, came by the came by where I work, and I'm I'm doing my thing. And he's like, "Hey, what's going on?" And be like, Mur. and he's like, "Well, do you need anything?" It's like prayer, and he prayed with me. It was great. So thank you, Chase, for that. And uh, the day got better after lunch. And uh, oh boy, I've been tired because everybody's chasing that turkey and. Gobble, gobble. Exactly. So, thank the Lord one more day, and then I'm off for another four days. As a punctuation to what to everything you just said, for those of you who want to clap, now is the time. You still haven't watched that movie, have you? No, I have not. I'm quoting Christopher Robin for those who are curious. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, be like, yeah, that how that has been my week, my day. <laughs> it's gotten better. It's a lot better. Praise the Lord, it's a lot better. And so, just how has your day been? After I've mine granted, <laughs> mine was not as distraught as yours. <laughs> uh, it was a long day. Heck, got barbecue at work from Spring Ooh. Creek. Ooh, nice. Yes. Free barbecue, or yeah, free barbecue is always a nice thing yeah. to have. Uh, spent most of the day printing instruction sheets is, has been the norm for the past five months. I think it's been five months. It feels like five months. Actually, it feels right. like five years, but I know it's not that long. Right. Uh, but other than that, I mean, it was just a normal day. Yeah. And tomorrow will be the longest day of the week. Agreed. So, Jacob. What have you been watching? Oh, okay. So besides the movie we were reviewing today, which is yes. Ocean Waves, um, after watching this movie, I I needed a palate cleanser, mm-hmm. and um, and so I was. I think we both did. Yes, <laughs> I, I completely agree with this film. So I needed a good, nice, just fun film, and I was like, you know what? And then. I remember I bought this film, which is Abominable, which is a very fun little film from mm-hmm. uh, Pearl Studios. And um, DreamWorks Animation is a really nice film. Highly recommend it. Uh, it's a it's a load of fun and just like, I'm not going to pay attention to what's on his phone. <laughs> um, I didn't put the picture there. Uh, okay, sure. It's the login <laughs> screen for Letterboxd. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> All I see is this woman's face. I'm like, okay. She's looking at her phone. (laughs) Anyway, continue. 
Oh, so I, I watched this movie. It's real. It's a really, really well done movie. I enjoyed it, and um, and then we watched a movie at our friend Chase's house. So we didn't watch a movie this time. No, we didn't watch a movie. We, we watched, watched two a t- TV shows. Two TV shows. Two uh, animes. And can you name those off, please? Because I'm dropping. Well, I'm the dropping one in. we the one we only watched one episode of. Oh, what was the name of that? The other one was Love, Chunibio, and Other Delusions, which was fun. Yes, agreed. I'm trying to remember what the first one now was. Because I'm drawing a blank. Oh, uh, Secrets of the Stellar Wars. That's what it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We only watched one episode of that. Okay. And my letterbox is still not coming up. Hmm. Aren't you still? No, that's like all. Oh, that's watching. all you've been watching. That's okay. all I've been watching. So you've been watching. Okay. What have I been watching? Well, along with those two shows, I've watched a little bit of, and, and of course our movie today. Yeah. Last night I watched uh, a little animated uh holiday special yeah that we'll be reviewing soon so i don't want to go too much into it yeah but i watched the lego star wars holiday special mm-hmm. it is a fun little uh story yeah that plays on a bunch of star wars knowledge right and it's still a fun thing it is it only vaguely references the original star wars holiday special okay so don't worry if you've not been <laughs> subjected to that horror. I got you. Um, also, last night I watched a movie called The Willoughbys, which is on Netflix. Okay. That was... A, I mean, it is a kid's movie, don't get me wrong. Right. But, I mean, it was a fun little show. There was a lot of uh, very clever jokes back and forth. Yeah. It does have... A, the, the best part is you've got uh, Ricky Gervais playing the narrator. Okay. And he makes some great commentary about what's going on throughout the movie. Uh, so that was a fun one. I enjoyed that. And I think that's all I've... Oh, I take that back. Because I was watching something as you came over here. Yeah. Oh, I God. I was yes. watching the reboot of Animaniacs. Yes. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm not going to say it's as good as the original show. Mm. Because there is some playing to the fans of the original show in a way that doesn't quite work. Okay. We are missing what would be considered 95% of the original Animaniacs cast. Right. As the only characters to return, as far as I've seen, have been uh, the Warner Brothers, the Warner Sister, of course, uh, Mm. Ralph the Guard who is still being voiced by our good friend, Frank Welker. Yeah. And Pinky in the Brain. Mm. And that's it. No Buttons, no Mindy, no Slappy Squirrel, no Skippy Squirrel, no Hip Hippos. You do see the mime at one point. Oh, okay. I did see him, because no television show is perfect. <laughs> but, I mean... Oh, and, and the uh, animation of Bill Clinton playing the sax from the original theme song shows up at one point. Oh, yeah. 
I saw that. I was like, yes. wow, it's amazing. Yeah. It is vector animation, not cell animation, yeah. which is fine. I understand why that's right. the way things are now. Yeah. It's a little cleaner than I... It, it's almost too clean for my, okay. for my taste. Well, Admittedly, yeah. I am also looking at this thinking, man, I love the original show. I wish, wish this was like the original show. And it's not quite. But there are some... Some of the writing is better. Like the first Pinky and the Brain short they showed, it pretty much confirmed that the introduction of social media, memes, cell phones, and our present internet culture was actually a plan by Brain to try and take over the world. <laughs> and it's like, that is the most brilliant thing they've done. Mm. I am so happy about that. But anyway, mm. the show is okay. It's not great. I'm still going to watch it because it's done well, but mm. uh, I'm I'm not as happy with this as I was with the original show. Okay. I'll say that. Uh -huh. They also are getting a little too social commentarying for my liking. Okay. Not to say the original show wasn't doing that right. too, but well, like like they said when you walked in, thinly veiled allegory can get annoying. Agreed. But it was very funny. Indeed. <laughs> it was Indeed. very funny. The the scene I watched, I'm walking in, it's like, oh, he's watching Animaniacs. Okay, they just went pure anime on this one for this yes. one scene. I'm like, but that what was the heck? that was epic. I will say <laughs> that was very epic. So yeah, that's what I've been watching. Um, so yeah, what we got in the news? Okay, so what have we got in the news? Uh, for our normal course of action, we go. We primarily use or I primarily use is animationmagazine.com. Go mm -hmm. check them out. They're really good sources. Uh, so apparently we are getting another Boss Baby movie. Why? The first one was so horrible. Yeah. Or at least I didn't like it. Yeah. All right. So DreamWorks has unveiled the official trailer to Boss Baby Family, Bu Family Business follow-up the 2007 Oscar-nominated CG comedy. The preview follows baby um, brothers Tim and Ted, a.k.a. the Boss Baby, grown up and entangled, uh, but no thanks to Tim's no-nonsense talking baby sister, who turns uh, and a... Apparently, it's involving Tim's sister, who apparently can is like the Boss Baby. Okay. So, yeah, it's like, okay, I haven't seen Boss Baby. I own it. Uh, I, that, that's that's the thing about uh, I Black Fridays, because I, I, I buy all the weird a, ones. I went to a theater to watch it. Yeah. The power went out about three quarters of the way through the movie. <laughs> Been there. And I took that as a sign <laughs> that I should not finish. Right. And so I left. Oh. So, yeah, that's about how I felt about it. It okay. wasn't that it was bad. It was just... A little too saccharine. I got you. I guess is really my thoughts on it. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Anyway, what else we got? Well, to kind of tie in that that same idea of where uh, the power going out in the theater. <laughs> yeah. So, and it plus it gives me time to look at news. <laughs> uh, so the I had we were watching. I think it was the Dark Knight Rises, and so I think it was like me, my brother Jim, his soon to be wife. And I think somebody else we were watching, mm -hmm. we were watching and the, it was like a couple of minutes. We were like, just like the movie's just getting started and boop, power goes out. 
it's like, oh, okay. Well, we that's can, new. Yeah. That's new. Or the one where I'm going to see, oh, what was, what was that movie? I can't remember. What, I don't know. Well, I'm trying to remember, but I can't remember. So we're watching the movie. We're, we're getting started to watch this movie. And then it starts showing a different movie. And someone pipes up and it's like, wait, this is not the movie we're supposed to be watching. So I run into the lobby, find the manager. And it's like, hey, the movie in so-and-so theater is playing the wrong movie. And the manager goes running. It's like, okay, I've never seen, like, a guy his size moving that quick was impressive. <laughs> You've obviously never seen me in a hurry. Yeah. I, I, dude, I have two younger brothers who are much bigger than I. So I understand to be like, I, I, I know a lot of big dudes and be like, big dudes can move really quickly when they need to. Well, we've got the muscle power in our legs to do it. <laughs> that is true. And plus like when you play football in high school and you get stuck at O-line being the little 150 pound guy I was like, yeah, you, you get to know a lot of really big guys who can move really quick. Right. <laughs> so yeah. So I thought that was very, anyway, back yeah. to the news, back to the news. All right, so as I scroll through, because I did not have prep time. It has been a long day. It, it has been a very long, for me, it's been a very long week. And it's only yes. been two days. <laughs> I agree with this. Yes. Uh, let's see. Oh, here we go. All right, so apparently, Hanet, how do you pronounce that? How would you pronounce that name? If I can get it up where I can see it. Hana Kukul? Hana Kukul. Thank you. I don't know you. who that is. All right. Hana a uh, Canadian mayor, storyteller, and director who's worked on beloved series, featured uh, film classics, has died of a battle of cancer. Uh, she is best known for her work. Give me a second. There again, I've had no prep time. Uh, her first words has led studio and animation directors, including uh, Katie and Oe. And Dirty Girl World. She also hit um, her. It's hit works on hits like Daniel Tiger Neighborhood, The Raccoons, Paw Patrol. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was the she worked on Fern, uh, Fern Gully, the last the uh, in the last Rainforest, mm-hmm. Anastasia, Space Jam, The King and I, uh, Joseph and the the King Amazing. of Dreams. Oh, King of no, Dreams. Sorry. King of Dreams. For some and, reason I went straight to the musical. And a, a movie that we have already reviewed, uh, Amosis Jones. Ah. Yeah, so she worked on that. Apparently, she passed away. That's uh, sad. Yeah. So she passed away So on November 5th. So that's kind of a sad news for the animation world. Well, that's going to be the news for the time. Okay. Bill, I'll, I'll, I'll post new news on the uh, Facebook page. Sorry for the, for the uh, non, be like, I'm not tight right nope. now. No worries, dude. It's fine. Yeah. So why don't we Habits. just go ahead and get into the spoiler-free section That'll work. of our review of the movie Ocean Waves. Uh, the only made-for-TV Studio Ghibli movie. Yeah. That was actually made so that the uh, to give the new people at the, the-, at the uh, company a chance to animate a movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's literally... It's actually credited to the future producers of Studio Ghibli. Really? Yeah. That's what I noticed in the credits yeah. as it was going. Agreed. Um, getting into this movie, this was, of course, my first viewing. Uh, probably my last viewing. 
if we're being, I wonder why. If we're being honest. Um <laughs> uh, I'll get more into this right. when I get into the dislikes because I'll I may have a rant coming. Uh, but he has opinions. Yes, I have opinions. Uh, it's your mileage may vary. I think in general this is an okay movie. Okay. Uh, there are I do have major issues with the movie. It, but it, the animation I thought was beautifully done. The story, with some tweaking, could uh, could be a pretty decent story. Right. Uh, the music worked pretty well, but for the most part, this is not a movie I'm going to be watching again. Uh, gotcha. uh, what's your uh, spoiler-free okay. thoughts on so this to- movie? To quote a, a villain from a very famous 1990s uh, animated, not animated, but a very popular kids show. I've got such a headache. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my word. Like, well, let, let me. It's exp- funny you actually make that reference because there's actually a long connection. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. I didn't know that. So, yeah. Problems, I know right? you don't. <laughs> But um, for I have severe uh, like ADD, ADD, dyslexia, reading disorders, Mm -hmm. all all this stuff that makes my life very interesting. Yes. Uh, So the fact that this was subtitle only did not help you. No, it didn't. It was like I I was I was because when I read for an extended period of time, my eyes hurt Mm -hmm. and my head hurts and it's like, ah, it's not be like, oh, Jacob doesn't like to read, and oh, he's me like he's not a purist when it comes to anime. Be like, I like animation. Okay, I don't care if it's Japanese right. or American or wherever. I just enjoy animation. Right. So and you, because of you have a hard time with the reading. Yeah. You prefer to watch it with an exactly. English dub. Exactly, exactly. And just learning very recently, apparently there was supposed to be a dub, but it never came to the wishing. Which is frustrating. Uh, I so, don't know. I don't think we missed much. No. <laughs> I re- reading that cast, and it's like, okay, you're gonna use that person. We'll get to that in a little bit. But it was. It has a good premise. It was a real pain in the butt to watch. Uh, definitely due to the uh, limitations of mm-hmm. my learned disorders and what have you. Um. Like I said, the like the story could have been a little more tweaks, and uh, there was oh, I I don't like a certain character. I uh, I think we both got the same the same agreement on. I want to go first so I can be the one to rant this time. Okay, <laughs> you 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 shall you you'll go first, no problem. Um, but other than that, there's I I really didn't like this film. I really didn't. Mm -hmm. There were parts I enjoyed definitely with it being a studio Ghibli film. Uh, So there, there's that and be like, I enjoy parts of this film, but overall I did not like this film. Fair enough. So that brings us to the end of our spoiler free review. If after that glowing recommendation from both of us, you feel the need to uh, watch this movie, uh, well, pauses. Come, we'll come back after the CGC uh, bumper, and uh, we'll talk in depth yeah. about this film. Yeah, 
anyway. <laughs> Ray! Riff, riff, wrong? Okay! This progress is a part of Christian Reek Central Network. Riff, 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 wrong, wrong! Hey, Scoop! What are you doing, man? I don't know, I'm supposed to be reading an ad! <laughs> Alright, hold on, give me, give me it. Okay. <laughs> All right, this podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at christiangeekcentral.com. There you can find a collection of blogs and podcasts working together to bring you some of the best content on the web for Christian geeks, such as the Theology Gaming Podcast. The Theology Gaming Podcast endeavors to seek out conversations with Christians in gaming culture, the games industry, and even people who disagree with us. Hosted by Zachary Oliver, self-proclaimed editor-in-chief of Theology Gaming, the show varies in topics from theology represented from the mechanics of games to critical examinations of video games through a decidedly Christ-centered lens. Sometimes, though, we just talk about video games. It all boils down to our community and the games that allow us to share our experiences. The following is a spoiler-filled review for the movie Ocean Waves. Listener discretion is advised. Ocean Waves was directed by Tomomi Mochizuki, and the biggest thing that person's directed were many episodes of the anime Ranma One Half. Mm. It was written by Kaori Nakamura, who also wrote The Secret World of Arietti and the upcoming movie Earwig and the Witch. Mm. It is based on the novel I Can Hear the Sea by Saiko Himura. And the music was by Shigeru Nagata, who the only other credit they had was a video called Here is Greenwood. Hmm. I have no idea what that is. Hmm. Interesting. Getting into the cast. Uh, Maku Morisaki was played by Nobuo Tobita. Maku was our protagonist. Okay. Thought so. He played Brajira in Tenso Sentai Gosager, which in the English version would be Vrak in Power Rangers Megaforce. Say what? Okay, you know how Power Rangers works, right? Yeah. They are adapting a show in Japan called Super Sentai. Right. The character he voiced. Okay. In the in, in Power Rangers, when, when it was turned into Power Rangers. Okay, gotcha. Was, was, the, was the main villain of that Half season, Vrak. Oh, okay. I was like, I was so confused until you had to explain it. I was like, okay, yes. now I understand what you're talking about. Weird Power Rangers references. Yeah. Anywho, Murata, uh, he also played Murata in Cowboy Bebop the movie. Oh. Uh, Yutaka Matsuno play, uh, was played by Toshihiko Seki. That's his friend. Okay. Uh, he also played uh, Musashi Goda in Mob Psycho 100. Ah. Of course, these are all the Japanese shows, obviously. Rikako Muto was played by Yoko Sakamoto. I believe she is... Our, is villain the right word? <laughs> She's the female protagonist, I believe. Yeah. And guess what? This was her only role. Hmm... Not saying a word. <laughs> Kei Araki was played by Yumi Kohama. She is most famous for playing Chibi Usa or Sailor Chibi Moon in Sailor Moon. Oh. And Patamon in Digimon. Oh. 
Yuri Amano was played by Akiko Shimizu. She played Rain Makamura in Mobile Fighter G Gundam and Yuta's mother in Love, Chunibio, and Other Delusions. Interesting Mm. how that came back up. Yeah, that's interesting. Okada, you know, her boyfriend, Mm -hmm. was played by Junichi Kanemaru, who is most famous and primarily the only the voice of Japanese of the J- Japanese Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh, okay. And boy can you hear it after you recognize that. <laughs> okay. Uh Tadashi cool, and Tadashi Yamo was played by Hikaru Mid- Midorikawa. He is most famous for playing Tien Shinhan and Android 16 starting with Dragon Ball Z Kai. Ah. Getting into our Kingdom Hearts connections. There are none. Wow. Shocker. It's bound to happen yes. eventually. So, Jacob, info and stuff, if you please. All right. So, if there is any. All right. So, this is just a little tidbit, uh, just looking stuff up on IMDb, which is the only place you can really get information on this movie. Pretty now, much. You can probably go to the uh, Studio Ghibli, like you said before. The Ghibli Wiki has yeah. some information. All right, so kind of a so apparently there was an English dub plan in 2008. Mm-hmm. So, which would have had voice actors of Ryan Reynolds. Very interesting. That would um, be interesting. I'm assuming he'd be playing uh, our our protagonist. Probably Thomas Jane. Kyoko mm-hmm. uh, Engen. Al- Let me see. Al- yes. Go ahead. Keiko Agina? Yeah. Thank you. Alexis Bosley and Chris Carmack, Mm -hmm. but was never fully produced, uh, produced or released. So, and to this day, I believe it is still the only studio Ghibli film without an English dub. Yeah. Which is, and some people's bit non benefit. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So let's get to a little bit of information. All right. So obviously it was produced by Studio Ghibli. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was distributed. It wasn't even distributed by Tohei. I don't think it right. was. No, because it, it was done. It went straight to TV. Yeah. So it was a television so version. Probably what? NHK? Probably. Um, all right. So it was released uh, originally. On July 13, July 13, 1994. Mm-hmm. And it had a box office. Now, granted, this is only the U.S. box office because apparently it came to the United States. Probably through uh, Ghibli Fest. Probably. Uh, this came out in July and uh, January 1st, 2017. Mm-hmm. So its opening U.S. weekend was. Wow. Okay. $4,900. Okay. Uh, it's U.S. total gross was $87,700. And its worldwide gross was $87,700. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I'd I be mean, like, I don't know. That's not bad for just a quick subtitle release. Into no, the theater. It's, it's not. It's not. But when you look at like other Studio Ghibli films oh, that yeah. have been released, this it's like. Is- Definitely the least liked, I Agre- think. Least popular. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. So that's all. Which I- is saying something. Yeah. <laughs> with some movies. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, that's all I got. All right. 
going into the summary, at Kichijoji Station, Tokyo, Taku Morisaki glimpses a familiar woman on, an, on the platform opposite. Later, as his flight to Kochi Prefecture takes off, he narrates the events that brought her into his life. The story is told in flashback. In Kochi, two years prior, Taku receives a call from his friend, Yutaka Matsuno, asking to meet at their high school. He finds Yutaka at the window watching an attractive female transfer student whom Yutaka asks to show around. The boys discuss their upcoming school trip to Hawaii. As at the school gates, Taku is introduced to the new girl, Rikako Muto. She thanks Yutaka for providing directions to a bookstore. Taku teases Yutaka about his infatuation. Rikako is academically gifted and good at sports, but also arrogant. Taku believes she is unhappy about leaving Tokyo. His mother learns from gossip that a divorce brought Rikako's mother to Kochi. In a phone conversation with Yutaka, he discovers that Rikako is living away from the family house. The school year ends, heralding the Hawaii trip. Taku, suffering from an upset stomach, is stopped in the hotel lobby by Rikako. She explains that she has lost her money and asks to borrow some, as Taku has a part-time job. He lends her 60,000 yen, promising to repay him. She warns not to tell anyone. As she departs, Taku sees a stern Yutaka and feels compelled to explain. Later, Rikako admonishes him for telling Yutaka about the money, saying that he also loaned her 20,000 yen. Back in Kochi, the third year begins with Rikako making a friend, Yumi Kohama. Rikako hasn't returned Taku's money, and he wonders if she has forgotten. Out of the blue, a distressed Yumi calls Taku, explaining that Rikako has tricked her into coming to the airport on the pretense of a concert trip, only to discover that their real destination is Tokyo. Tickets paid for with Taku's money. He races to the airport, sending Yumi home, saying that he will accompany Rikako. Upon arrival, it appears that Rikako has not forewarned her father, interrupting his planned trip with a girlfriend. Her father thanks Taku, repays the loan, and arranges for a room at the Hyatt Regency. Later, Rikako explains that when her parents were fighting, she always sided with her father, but now has discovered he wasn't on her side. Comforting her, Taku offers his bed and attempts to sleep in the bathtub. The next morning, Rikako seems back to her normal self and kicks Taku out so that she can change clothes to meet a friend for lunch. Taku wanders around the city. After catching up on sleep at the hotel, Taku receives a call from Rikako asking to be rescued from former boyfriend Okada, who is not as she remembered him. Returning home, Rikaku ignores Taku but doesn't hide from others that they spent a night together. Taku discovers this from Yutaka, who has earlier confronted Rikako to confess his feelings toward her, but had has been rebuffed. Taku confronts Rikako in class for hurting his, his best friend, calling her the worst. She responds by slapping him, and he slaps her in return. The Autumn School Cultural Festival arrives, and Rikako, who has been avoiding Yosakoi dance rehearsals, becomes more distant from the other girls, many of whom openly dislike her. Confronting her behind the school, Rikako stands firm as one girl, believing that Rikako was flirting with her boyfriend, attempts to strike her but is held back. Taku, who has seen all, approaches Rikaku and comments that he is impressed with the way she handled herself. She slaps him but runs away with regret. Yutaka confronts a somewhat stunned Taku, who tries to explain. Yutaka punches him to the ground, calling him an idiot before walking away. None of the three talk to each other for the rest of the year. 
In the present, Taku's plane lands and he is offered a lift home by Yutaka, who explains he punched him because he realized Taku had held back his feelings for his sake. At a class reunion, former student president Shimizu mentions that she had met Rikako earlier. She explains that Rikako was attending Kochi University. She had flown to Tokyo for her school break, missing the reunion. Taku realizes that Rikako was the woman he'd seen at the station. Walking home, Yumi tells Taku that she too had met Rikako, explaining that she couldn't make it to the reunion and that she wanted to meet someone who, but wouldn't say who, just that he slept in bathtubs. In Tokyo, Taku again sees Rikako across the platforms, but this time runs to find her. As the train pulls away, he finds Rikako and realizes that he has always been in love with her. Going quickly through our likes, probably. <laughs> Probably. The animation in this is actually very good. It is. Uh, Agreed. There's the uh, there's a lot of points where there's a lot of subtle movement. There's a, uh, which you normally don't see in even in theatrical anime from this time. Right. A lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, the there is a pretty deep good sh- the shot of him at the end turning around and seeing Rakako. Yeah. Is actually done very well. Agreed. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah, the animation was good. That's my first like, uh, I'll go one step further with my first, like would actually, I enjoyed the backgrounds mm-hmm. because that was going to be my number two. Yeah, <laughs> Studio Ghibli does very good backgrounds. Obviously I, I do like the pastel backgrounds. In this. Agreed. Agreed. They're, they're. There again, like any Studio Ghibli, like if I could get a background cell of this, I would hang mm-hmm. it. I've always enjoyed the backgrounds in uh, Ghibli movies. The animation is is good. Be like, it's not you know, uh, Portero, Por- Porcaroso level animation, mm-hmm. uh, but it does have some good detail. And so that's my number one is uh, background and you know, character animation. Yeah. Uh, the backgrounds were my second like. Okay. Uh, there's not one in here that I don't think is well drawn. I especially do like the shot of the castle at Kochi uh, with a, that, that's lit up. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty. Um, the shot of the station at both the beginning and end of the film yeah. was, I thought, very well drawn. And the trains as they moved through there, I thought were were good. Um yeah, the backgrounds are are pretty d- well done in this yeah. movie. So yeah, that, Agreed. backgrounds are my second like. Uh, my second would probably be the scene which brings us into our our present day, mm-hmm. where our characters are walking through what I believe is a mall. I think so. I believe it's it's that where our 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 th- they're walking past shops. Either way, they're pausing. They're passing by shops, and one of their classmates is apparently very intoxicated, yes. and he is stumbling over himself. That so was fu- a funny. That shot. was very, very funny. I thought it was very unique how they animated it. How it's they're they're actually using the character's weight against him, mm-hmm. and it's just very well balanced animation. Where if in not proper hands, it would just look really funky. And so yeah. this was be like it looked like a person who was very intoxicated and it had the weight shifts and everything. I thought that was very well done. Um yeah, just that that scene made me laugh. The entire movie. It's just like mm-hmm. okay, you got me there. Yeah. That was funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So what is your number My third like third is 
the relationship between our the two male leads. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they, you can tell they are good friends, and yeah. at the very least, right. uh, at the end of this, they have come to terms, and I can definitely believe that they are friends again. Yeah. That the they've put their animosity behind them. That, all of that is very believable. Uh, I thought that was handled very well, even though they're in different classes. Mm-hmm. It made... How they explained how they met, why they were friends... Uh, by the time we get to the end and he picks them up in the car, I was like, you know what? Yeah, y'all are good friends. Y'all have y'all have come to an come to a uh, y'all y'all have reconciled. Yeah, I can believe that. Mm-hmm. I thought that was done very well. Yeah, I would agree with you. My third is very along that same vein mm-hmm. that you do have uh, a ta- Taku, Otaku, Otaku, you have Otaku, and uh, uh, yeah, Yo- Yotaku, right? Oh, Yutaka. Ota- you, you have, you're talking about Okabe? No, the one with the specs. Oh, um, it wasn't Otaku. Let me back up here. Uh, <laughs> Maku and Murata. Sorry, sorry, no, sorry. Maku and Yutaka. Yeah, Yutaka. Like, Yutaka and Taka's relationship, their friendship, mm-hmm. is, I mean, it's, it's legitimate. Taku, not Maku. I had it written down wrong. I put yeah, Maku he, instead of Taku. Yeah, Taku. Uh, their relationship is actually very legitimate. It'd be like the fact that be like these two guys who were just very good friends. They're mm-hmm. best friends, and um, and it's just it's has a legitimacy to it where they're they 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 talk about everything with each other. They're best friends, and uh, I, I saw I saw one thing that was trying to lean a certain way more mm-hmm. let's you know say leaning more this way some people are taking it more like that yes yes and i would completely disagree with that the the idea that if you have uh two guys or two women who are best friends does not mean mm-hmm. they they're going that they're not going in a homosexual relationship i agree so i would just say when when it comes to relationship don't just put people in an idea where what was it uh when Frozen first came out, I, I saw the hashtag come out. It's like Elsa needs a girlfriend or in Captain America. What was it? Sip? No. Um, You're thinking of uh, the bromance between Bucky and Cap? Something like that. Yeah. Because like for some for some reason, our world thinks that if there's if any two people, any, if two people look at each other in a friendly way, they must be dating. Yeah, exactly. Or I have some kind of like deep relationship with each other. Like, um, I was, I was just listening to a podcast where this, the, uh, the, the host was reading off this very passion letter that this woman, um, it was, it was two friends who had been friends for years mm-hmm. and it's two women. And so be like one of her, uh, the other friend be like, apparently, cause they were, it's, it's more political. Mm-hmm. And so like she was leaning more left and her other friend was starting to lean right. And then like extremely right. And so their friendship broke up over that. Right. Which is very sad. Like when you can't talk about dialogue and you can't have a relationship over or have a dialogue over like hard subjects mm-hmm. that just be like, kind of tells the relationship isn't really there. And so they, they jokingly used to be like, Oh, she's gotta be a lesbian. And it's just like, no, it's just be like, they're friends. Yeah. And it's just be like, it's just, it's, it's our world. It's our, yeah. it's our fallen and broken world that thinks everything has to be, 
be like, oh, they have to be in a relationship. It doesn't matter, you know, what sex or gender they are. Mm -hmm. They have to be in a relationship. Not necessarily. Be like, you can be in a French of a friend relationship Mm -hmm. with someone and it doesn't have to be sexual. Yeah, I agree with that. So that being said, you know what canon information does? No. What? Sinks ships. True. (laughs) That is true. Yeah. Ship be like for 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 me personally, I was like when I was reading the Harry Potter series, the books, mm-hmm. uh, I was always a, uh, I was always uh harmony, which was Hermione. Her- huh? Hermione. Hermione. Yeah. Not harmony. I thought it was harmony, but apparently no, it's Hermione. Hermione. Actually, specifically it's Hermione. Hermione. Yeah. I, I was always British. that. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. But, uh, I, I was, I was always that ship because it just made sense. It made sense to me, but, uh, there don't be, are, don't be Edward Cullen or, and, and get, not be able to pronounce her name. <laughs> that wasn't that wasn't Edward. <laughs> that was uh Crun. Crunt. No, it wasn't. Didn't he play Crump? No. no he played the other guy. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Mm. Either way, either way. So it was more like shippers can go very weird. Let's just say that. Yeah. So just just more in that light, because when Two guys are just friends doesn't mean they're in a homosexual relationship. I agree. So in the, with all that with said, all that said, with all that said, with all that now out, you know, out on the yes. uh, out. Um, I really enjoy their friendship. I really, really, I really do. It was, it was very, it was very legitimate. The fact that they picked on each other the entire time. They were mm-hmm. like brothers that they could tell each other everything. And, yeah. uh, the fact to be like, there's a, a bad, uh, a bad communication mm-hmm. that between our, uh, our, the, the, the Trinity of our, our three characters mm-hmm. and you have the, uh, Re- what is it? Rikiko? Rikako? Rikako. I think. Yeah. Rikako. Rikiko or Rikiko. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm terrible with Japanese language, uh, names and I'm terrible with names anyway. Um, uh, but it's the just that 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 dynamic of all three of them, and they have a relationship, but it's so rocky. It's mm-hmm. so rocky, and it eventually it breaks up, and so eventually do they do wind up getting back together with the two guys rekindling their friendship. Yeah, and um, and then eventually our main character hooking up with her main girl. And uh, I I I like we'll the, get into that we'll, in a minute. We'll, we'll get into that in a minute. But I, I enjoy the dynamic. I enjoyed the dynamic where it was like legitimate. It was like mm-hmm. legitimate, not this, um, this faux cover of be like, oh, we're friends, but we have nothing in common, or we can't really connect with each other, but we're friends. Right. It's like no, this is like legitimate, very well done, very executed, very well written. Friends, mm-hmm. and I, I enjoy that. So that is my number three. And now. To get into our dislikes. I'll get my water. Jacob, last night, after I got done watching this movie, I believe I sent you a text message. You did. Do you remember what it said? All right. So, Drew's text message from last night. Last year, you went off on a character you hated. This year, it's my turn. Indeed. (laughs) I hate Rikako. She is a witch. And I'm not using that word as a euphemism. She is 
horrible as a person to these two guys. And as proof, let me let's count out every single horrible thing she does in this movie. Mm-hmm. A, she after getting the information where the bookstore is, she just walks off, barely says bye, and is gone. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, that's a great first impression to your new classmates. <laughs> that's minor, thankfully. Secondly, they're in Hawaii. She is on a vacation trip from Japan to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. She tells our uh, talk, Taku, Taco, Taku, Taku. She tells Taku that she has somehow lost her money. She doesn't say it was stolen. She doesn't say that it that uh she didn't bring enough. Mm-hmm. She just says she lost it and asks for a loan of 60,000 yen. Mm-hmm. Now, as a American, I have no idea how much 60,000 yen is, but I did a quick no, knowing where this goes and since it's going towards two tickets, it's it's part of the money going towards two tickets. To a, from a plane from one side of Japan to the other side of Japan, the long way, because mm-hmm. I Google searched this mess. Oh, wow. Okay. This is a 10-hour flight. and Not 10-hour flight. This is a two-and-a-half-hour flight. A 10-hour drive if you were to do this. Yeah. According to Google Maps. This is what this money is going for. So I'm assuming we're talking about at least $200 yeah. in American. Assumption, I could be wrong. She also specifically asks for the yen, not the $400 he has to spend, because uh, she didn't need the money right then. She needed the money later. Yeah. She doesn't tell him straight out what the point of the mo- money is. Right. So she lies to him. Yeah. To his face. Mm-hmm. Secondly, when she tells him not to tell anybody... He accidentally tells his best friend who she's also gotten a loan of 20,000 yen from. Uh Uh-huh. And when he confronts her, she goes and berates Taku. Says, I thought I told you not to tell anyone. It's like, yeah, you did. And it was an accident. Get over it. Third. Do you know how long it actually is from when the summer vacation to Hawaii to the uh, Golden Week? The May holidays, as they called it, but it's Golden Week. Okay. Japan calls it. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know how long a time that is? No. See, more than likely, the Hawaiian vacation would have been at the end of summer. Okay. Golden Week is in May. Oh, she held on to that money for a long time, never said anything to wow. him, made a friend who they apparently got along just fine. But this friend, she got, she pretty much made to take with her so she wouldn't have to be lonely on the flight to Tokyo. Next, did she call ahead to her father to let her know she was coming? Nope. No! He could have had plans obviously he did have plans right it was and if she had been 24 hours later she'd have come home to an empty apartment she didn't call ahead she didn't let him know thankfully he did at least spend the money to put 
put them up for the night and pay Taku back his yen. That's a plus. Which is nice. Granite. But when she comes home, very emotional, which honestly, that kind of shock, I can at least understand that yeah. from her. The summary I read said that she, that he offered the bed to her. That's not what I saw. No. What I saw was he gave her a rum and coke. She drank it and then she fell asleep. And then he, being a nice upstanding man, realizing he doesn't need to be sleeping in the same room with a woman he's not married to. Yeah. Because even if you're a secularist, what does that mean? He at least goes into the other room that the hotel has, which is a bathroom, finds the only place where he feel, he can lay down and get any kind of comfort, which is a tub. Yeah. And when he she wakes up the next morning, she and when he wakes up the next morning, she does nothing but complain that he didn't get out of the bathroom in time so she could use the restroom. She had to go down the hall to down to the lobby to go use the restroom. Then Mm-hmm. They get back. Oh, no. Sorry. Then she uses, she kicks him out of the apartment so she can change clothes so she can go out and hang with her boyfriend from Tokyo. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. He has come across the country. This is the, mentioned, remember how I said it's about t- a 10 hour drive? Yeah. That would be the equivalent of us leaving from here and going to El Paso. Pretty much. That is the distance. Yeah. Now, they flew, admittedly, but he has come halfway across the country with her. She could go out and show him a good time for being a good friend. Does she do that? No. She doesn't. She just leaves, and he stays at the hotel and gets some much-needed rest, admittedly. Yeah. Then she calls him and says, I need you to come save me. Was she actually in trouble? No. She was presenting that she was had moved on much like her old boyfriend had, and had a and had a boyfriend of her own, and she was able to bring him to Tokyo. Mm. <laughs> and then when he, they get home, finally, she ignores him until the culture festival. The culture festival, yeah, it's the culture festival. Mm-hmm. Culture festival. The culture festival, I believe, is in the fall. Yeah, of their senior year, or. Their last year in high school. It's yeah. The, the freshman, sophomore, junior thing doesn't work there. Yeah, fourth year. But it's fourth year, third year, because Japanese high school only has three years. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. Um, Generally. She doesn't, uh, She when he, admittedly, he goes and bees a butt to her. Yeah. Granted. Uh, but she's pretty much withdrawn from everybody but her one friend, and she doesn't seem like she can't, she's so stuck on herself that she has she doesn't care about anybody else and after this event in the culture festival because of her actions none of the three of them talk to each other for the rest of the school year yeah ironically she stays in kochi to go to university while he uh our main hero goes to tokyo yeah to go to university there obviously when she she did not she did not learn her lesson from when she went across the country unannounced to Tokyo to see her father, and she didn't call Taku or find a way to get in touch with Taku somehow. I recognize this was nineteen ninety four. 
Internet wasn't a big thing yet, but she'd have found a way if she really needed to. Right. She could have gotten the phone, the number from his mother to call him in Tokyo and gotten says, hey, are you coming down for the reunion? If not, I'm coming up to visit you. Did she do that? No. She goes up and they pass each other at the train station. And so she never shows up, which I kind of knew was going to happen. Yeah. Which means, and, and so for most of the movie, she's not even in the movie. Yeah. Which is crazy, considering she's the love interest, supposedly. Mm. Yeah. And so when we get that final scene, and he thinks he's missed her at the train station again, and turns around and sees her, she doesn't say, we don't get anything that really says that she's sorry for the way she acted. She does. We don't know if she's... Uh, changed for all we know she's the same brat she's been the whole friggin movie and what's sad about this entire thing is i know what the 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 producers were going for they were going for a sam and diane with a love triangle thing from like cheers right two people who obviously are mad at each other but they'll eventually fall in love by the way, there's a third guy with glasses over here that whose heart's going to get broke. Yeah. <laughs> you don't believe me on that with Cheers? Keep in mind, Sam and Diane got together, but before they did, she had to fling with Fraser Crane. That is true. She did. To the And, it, and she left Fraser at the altar to the point where later on, believe me, this has a point. I know it doesn't sound like it does, but it does. To the point where when she visits, happens to visit Fraser in Seattle after he has... Moved on, she's producing a play. It happens to be in Seattle. And uh, we find out that this play that she's working on is essentially her life at Cheers. With all the names slightly changed, including, I mean, for instance, instead of Diane, it's Marianne. Yeah. Instead of Frasier, it's Franklin. Well, he Frasier got into the dress rehearsal He's kind of shanghaied into it before yeah. he realizes all this happening. So, curiosity, is this during Frasier or this during, during Frasier? Okay. This is how long this lasted. Wow. <laughs> so, to quote, Franklin says, as Frasier is watching Diane's play, where he is portrayed as a pleasant pushover, could we just stop for a second? This whole getting left at the altar thing, I just don't know what I'm supposed to be feeling. To which, from the audience, Fraser Crane stands up and says, I may be able to illuminate that for you. <laughs> what you are feeling is that this woman has reached into your chest, plucked out your heart, and thrown it to her hellhounds for a chew toy. And it's not the last time either, because what that's what this woman is. She is the devil. There is no use running from her, because no matter how far you go, no matter how many years you let pass, you will never, ever be completely out of reach of those bony fingers so drink heartily franklin and laugh because you have made a pact with beelzebub and her name is marianne wow brother my points my point for all of that is that's how you do that story yeah this movie is not how you do that story Ah! <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> and here's what leaning off of that made me realize that that last scene. Yeah. 
it's while it's supposed to be the scene where the two come where, where they they finally meet and the smile is like we finally met no that's not that is a horror scene because this guy <laughs> he turns around and the monster is there she is the and that smile is the smile that every fly sees when it gets trapped in a spider's <laughs> web tell me i'm wrong <laughs> you're not you're not you're not he gonna... this is not a love story this is an abuse story and the abuse is going to go on that is my thoughts that is my dislike of my first dislike of this movie and if we're being honest any other dislike I have is connected to this. So this is really my only dislike of the movie. Okay. My dislike of this movie, I hate this movie. <laughs> so what are your thoughts, Jacob? <laughs> Bravo. That was good. That was so good. Um, wow, I don't know how to follow that up. <laughs> that was good. I told you I was yeah, going to go on a rant. Was, that was so good. That was so and so well executed. And so be like, you did your research and you pulled a a Cheers Frasier reference into it and it worked perfectly. So bravo. Bravo. <laughs> Hopefully we don't do this again for next Ghibli month. I looked at the next four movies. We're fine. Okay, good. Because that was just beginning like, you know, I really don't like this character. Uh, but I, w- I would agree with you to an extent. Uh, my, my, my number one dislike of this film is definitely that Oh my gosh, twisted relationship. Oh my word. It's this 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 girl uses this guy so terribly. And I, I could I could go on a ramp because I've been there. I have mm-hmm. been there in relationships where I'd be like, not to, not to go into real mass detail. Uh I, I met I met a woman, she was still in high school, she was just graduating, and we just, just started up friendship, right? And so her and her, her current boyfriend were falling out. So, okay, perfect. I slide in there and be like, it's like, okay, we could actually have a relationship. And then it's like, okay, so we go to the movies together. It's great. Be like, it's perfect. And like, so she's like, you know, just like, we're like, oh man, just, <laughs> this brings up so many bad memories. Um, it's so so she winds up getting together with this other guy. So we're still hanging out. And so, and then I realized they're both getting, they're getting married. Okay. I'm grateful. I'm glad for you. And then the day of the, the day of their wedding, I get a, I get a message from her and saying, be like, well, he doesn't want you there. Be like, I've, I've always enjoyed your relationship. I don't think we should talk anymore. So, Yeah been there <laughs> that that was that was tough be like now granted you know forgiveness is there and be like you know like you know what it's the past you know it's it's nothing to hold on to it's just you know it was it was it was it was that just hurt <laughs> just really really hurt but um with this with this relationship it's more it's like wow she just constantly uses him uses him and just abuses him so mm-hmm. so badly um and he he just puts it up like a gent. He puts it up just like a gentleman, and uh, like you just feel bad for him. You feel really really terrible for him, and um, just 
man, that relationship is so bad. It's just the dynamic is so terrible because this guy is just head over heels for her. Oh my gosh, she's so lovely. And she just beats the crap out of him. <laughs> Every other inch that given an inch at all. And then it's like, like you said, be like, oh, she's there. She never be like, we don't know if she, you know, apologize or nothing. But your 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 analogy of like oh there's there's the beast that is going to devour you, mm-hmm. and like he's just falling back into that old, going falling back into the old routine, and it's just like oh, man I've been there I've been there, because <laughs> it's more be like oh I I I I think I I'm falling for her, but now Grant I wouldn't use the the same analogy with the 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 girl or the woman that I'd you know, was in a, you know, a quasi relationship, but uh, you know, <sighs> friend zone sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say that friends being friend zone is sucks, but I guess it was partially my fault or mostly my fault. Let's say that, but it's just like, ow, you're, you're, you're walking into a relationship that you really don't know if anything has changed or not. You're just like, Oh, I think I'm in love. <laughs> and it's just like, mm-hmm. ow, I hope it works, buddy. But at the same time, be like, get the heck out of there because that's going to be bad. Just about like all the evidence we've seen post to this. It's like, this is not going to be good if she is not repented and changed. So, good luck, buddy. That's going to (laughs) hurt. So, yeah, my number number one dislike is like, man, this it is such a toxic. Let's just say that it's a toxic relationship. Oh, yes. And, um. And it's the reverse. It's not the guy. It's the girl. Yeah. So, yeah. Ouch. So, yeah, that's my number one. What is, do you have? Another? I don't have a two or three because I got it all out of my system in number one. Wow. Okay. So. <laughs> because every, I'll, I'll say this for my number two and my number three, just mm, to get it out there. Yeah. Everything I could possibly else, anything else I could possibly not like yeah. about this movie is tied up. Yeah. In that. I can't separate it. Yeah. This is one of those things where this is a major sore spot and anything yeah. else. I mean, if this was Retro Rewind Podcast, that would have been my tragic maker. And I had okay. no other dislikes to go with it. Okay. Is that bad. I got for you. Me. I got you. And before you go thinking maybe there's some long lost love in my lifetime that all this is pulling up. No, I have never been lucky enough to even get in a relationship <laughs> like this. It's I felt insulted. Yeah. Watching this movie, watching this relationship, and them th- acting like this was a good thing to happen at the end. And I'm like, oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Anyway, you have a two or three? Uh, you might as well say both. Yeah, I just, I'd be able to tie in, you know, two and three together. Just the, oh, just, you know, thinking about it, it's just like, wow. Like, be like, this girl wrecks a very good relationship between these guys. And it'd be like, now granted, it's not, it wasn't her intention, maybe, <laughs> but there was just like, well, I have my opinion. Yes. We, we all have our opinions on this. Um, uh, it's not good. I mean, like, yeah, there, there's parts of it that has really good animation, really good character development, but then it's just this relationship, which doesn't work. And, you know, for a guy who's been in a few relationships, hasn't be like, I haven't, you know, be like, I've only gone on one be like, I've gone on a few dates. Be like, I know I know several people who have never been on dates, but to to the uh other hand. Yes, other hand. <laughs> <laughs> but 
it's I mean like when when you when you fall for a girl when you fall for a girl fall for a lady just the uh and it's not mutual it it hurts mm-hmm. and so be like you you pour yourself out to her and there's just nothing be like and then it'd be like it's just, this this movie brought up a lot of bad memories a lot of not bad memories a lot of bad emotions that I had like when I was younger and like the the dates I've you know been on or uh like like for example like for example here here's one that's fun kind of funny but kind of heartbreaking at the same time so a girl in middle school I've known this girl for years so one day we're in the middle of uh class shift and she pins me to the wall. Now, granted, she's taller than I am at that point. It's like, oh, be like, you know what? I've always liked you. Be like, you want to be my boyfriend? It's like, sure, why not? So I call her once, and um, and so I see her. See her. We walk through the hallway talking, and then like I think it's like two weeks later, I give her another call on the on the home line. You know, that's when you know there was actually a home line at your house. It wasn't a cell phone. At the time, like the one that plugs in right there. Exactly, exactly. So I call her, and she's like, "Oh, by the way, I found a boyfriend." <laughs> it's like, like you realize I was just using you. I'd be like, be like, I had just dumped the boyfriend. Be like, I wanted to be in a relationship, but nothing serious. And then she found another boyfriend to dump me. I think so, Chase. I think so. He asked, "Has this transformed into a therapy session?" <laughs> Maybe, maybe just maybe, but, uh, well there again, like the past, the past, just let it go. And some, sometimes, sometimes hold it back anymore. No, you can't. I obviously couldn't a minute ago. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, a, in a way it is, it is very therapeutic in a way to let, let things out. Let the, let the, uh, the, the monster out of the bag mm-hmm. <laughs> in some ways. Now grant be like, it doesn't mean I'm deterred from dating. I'm not, I'm just, you know, Dating's fun. Dating's fun. Uh, I just like to get past the first date. <laughs> uh, anyway. Anyways. So, yeah, just this this whole relationship is so toxic. And I'm like, dude, bail out. Pull the chute. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, man. Ouch. This 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 is why afterwards I went and watched Abominable, which is just This so is why fun. I turned on the Lego Star Wars holiday special. Yes. Oh my Good word. Good night. I needed it after this movie. Yeah. Wow. All right. So with all of that said, what do you rate what are you rating this film? We're on a twenty point scale, correct? No. Well, I mean it's zero to ten, but Yeah. We go 0. 0.5, so that's technically a 20-point scale. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be fun. I'm giving it a 1. Oh, good one. <laughs> it has a little bit of redeeming qualities. Right. This will never be a movie I watch again unless I am watching this for completionist's sake if I'm introducing someone to Studio Ghibli movies and after I force them to watch Grave of the Fireflies... I'll explain. Oh, there's a worse movie coming. Uh, I do not like this movie in uh, the slightest. I, if you couldn't tell earlier. Yes. So yeah, one. Okay. My lowest score so far. Wow. That yeah, I, I would agree Anastasia with you on that. Anastasia wasn't this low. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
Want to know why I avoided Anastasia Lowe? Go listen to that episode. Yeah, go check out that one. On the, uh, That's a RP'd. good episode, too. Yeah, it is a good episode. Uh, for my ranking, I'm going to give it a two. Give it a two. Well, no, I take that back. I take it back. I take that back. I, I withdraw my my uh, my my uh, my final vote mm-hmm. for the second. Uh, I'm going to give it a just for the the character relationships, for the animation, for and the the big factor is the toxic relationship that I I, I give a, a final judgment of this film is a three point five. Uh, it does have very beautiful backgrounds. There are certain elements within the film that is very good. Definitely the the drunk friend. That is a funny scene. I enjoyed that. Um, the relationship between the two guys as friends is like legitimate, legitimate. And I thoroughly enjoyed watching that. Um, because if you have a, if you have a best mate, be like, you understand that. Mm-hmm. Or you have a brother or brother or something like that that you can relate to that. It's okay. I get that. That's that works. But overall with the, the terrible relationship, the, uh, the point this, this woman wrecks so much stuff because of her own selfishness. Yes. It's getting a 3.5. I think that's probably the lowest I've given a movie mm-hmm. so far. I believe I might have to go check back, but a three and a half, <laughs> 3.5. So with our negative, views of this movie i will not do want to point out that one of our viewers in the live stream had a much higher thought of it on it than we did uh-huh. josh adams says my rating is seven out of ten if only he had Gigi to talk some sense into him <laughs> this would be an entirely different movie with yes Gigi. it would be i i don't be like ow mm. I'll, I'll just say poor Gigi. yeah he also goes on to say forgive me but i liked it in spite of its flaws you know that is that's, that's, fair. Un- that's understandable i will admit that i may feel less passionate let's yeah. say about this had it not been for review the viewing had not been for review purposes yeah uh but this is the more and more i had to think about this movie yeah. the angrier and more frustrated with taku that i got yeah. So yeah, fair enough. Fair if, enough. Fair if, enough. If you like it, you, you want it, you like it enough to give it a seven. Yeah. It's not a movie I want to watch again at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Just personally, it's more like like I said, my my uh, my uh, my score. Just the the fact that you have just this very toxic relationship, and if you've you know been in relationships and you've had not toxic relationships but bad relationships or things that never went anywhere. And you, you watch that end scene. It's just like, dude, I, I hope you pull out or you'd be like, you don't pull the trigger. And it's just, it, it didn't bode well for our, our, our main protagonist. I was like, don't do it, dude. Don't because she's going to break your heart again. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not going to be good. And you know, the, the fact to be like, he's the, the guy who can't help, but, uh, uh, do the right thing. Or he's got a servant's heart. And I, I can totally relate with that. Uh, sometimes it gets you burned. Yep. It'll get you burned so bad. And uh, I've been there. And it just like, if if, if uh, Taku was a real person, be like, sit him down, like, dude, let's have a talk. Let's mm-hmm. let's let's go through this. And uh, I understand, be like, when people are in love, or they think they're in love, they, they, they do crazy stuff. Well, they do love stupid love is irrational. Yeah, love is irrational in a lot of ways. But, but it's also a lure, much like the lures on the 
on those deep sea fish. Or a mermaid. Yes. Uh, it's on she sailors. A, the word siren and harpy did come to my mind when thinking about this movie. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely a 3.5. Uh, just there, there, there are certain little elements within it I really enjoyed, but just the the toxic relationship just mm-hmm. it just it, it ate me up watching this. And plus, I get a headache watching uh, sub. Understandable. You know, that so that that not in the be like I wish it did have a dub. So yeah, three point five. All right. Our our Which, lowest score movie yet. Exactly. Wow. I don't so, rem- I don't even remember what score I gave fire you know I, grave. You gave it a low number, but I think it was higher than that. Yeah. Uh because that movie does have outside of your feelings over for the brother yeah. in that movie. It you, does it does have a you, lot of really a lot good of qualities. Other good things to go with it. Yeah, a lot of really good qualities in that film. Right. I'd just be like, you know, for from my perspective from being a brother yeah. and just his blatant, very blatant mm-hmm. uh disregard for his sister's I, health and I agree. And if yeah. you want to know more about mm-hmm. that, go listen to that yeah, episode. Yeah, you you want to hear me rant? Yeah. <laughs> go go listen to our Grave of the Fireflies episode. Yeah, exactly. you'll, you're like you, you hear me scream quite a bit. <laughs> So that brings us to the end of another episode of yes. the Cellcast. Yes. Which also brings us to the end of Miyazaki and Ghibli Month mm-hmm. 2020. Yes. Next year, we will jump into, we will be starting off with, uh, well, we've got four more coming up. Mm-hmm. That's one of them, I, if I remember correctly, when I looked at it, uh, is one of my favorites. Okay. So, yeah. And next week. We're jumping into Christmas month. We will be reviewing. Uh, first off, we're starting with uh, the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, mm-hmm. just released on Disney Plus. And then the week after that, we're going to be reviewing uh, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, mm-hmm. which is also on Disney Plus. Yes, along with the two shorts. We apparently we're going for a Disney Christmas. Uh, <laughs> Because the shoe shorts that we're doing are Prep and Landing and Prep and Landing, landing 2. two. So join us for those. Uh, so, yeah, that brings us to the end. Yeah. Studio Ghibli Month is always very fun. Is always yes. very interesting. The, the the type of stories we get, the type of characters we get. Mm-hmm. We, we go from Puerto Rico. Porco Rosso, which was a fun and entertaining movie, which was a lot of fun to watch. And then we get Same. ocean, we get ocean waves and it's just like, also, wow, just, contrast. Just a minor thing. When did we hear ocean waves? When did we see ocean waves? My, my, my only understanding only in Hawaii, only in Hawaii. I, I guess I'm sure this is a reference to something. It's, I, I believe it's more like relationships of how the, the rippling effects of, um, like relationships and how they yeah, how I they hit the t- they go back and forth back and forth back and forth. I can see and they, that they they crash against the the rocks. I can see that. I just kind of wish there was. And Taku's head goes against the rocks <laughs> while he's in the bathtub. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, join us next week for uh, for Christmas, and we'll see you then. All right. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, guys. Be safe. Come, Jacob. We must prepare for next week. Prepare for what, Drew? Same thing we do every week, Jacob. Record a podcast! Oh, boy! So where can they find you, Jacob? They can find me on Facebook at Jacob B. Heron and Jacob's Daily Art Corner, my personal art Facebook page. 
on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron, on Instagram at Jacob B. Heron, and on Letterboxd at Jacob Heron. Where can they find you, Drew? Uh, you can find me on Facebook at Drew Dodgen. You can also find my Facebook page at Drew's Photo Bin, where I upload uh, my photography. You can also follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759 and Twitter at GGeorge759. Where can they find us, Jacob? You can also visit our website, thecellcast.podbean.com, where you will find every episode we released and links to listen to it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. Our RSS feed, if we aren't in your favorite podcast app directory, please share, review, and subscribe to us there and share us with your friends. You will also find a link to our Facebook group, the Double Feature Podcast Community, where we talk about both animated and live-action movies. We share this with our other podcasts, which we do with Jacob's brother Jim, at uh, the Movie of the Week podcast, where we talk about live-action movies. You can also email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. Also, please like our page on Facebook. We try to post about upcoming movies. If you comment on that movie's post before we record, we'll read your comments in the episode. And remember, every time we say The Cellcast, that is with a single L. L.